good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, we are going to break down and simplify what we call retargeting. Everybody's like, retargeting, retargeting. People want to retarget all kinds of things, but honestly, a lot of people still don't even know what retargeting means, yet they're using the word all of the time. So what we wanted to do today was really simplify the retargeting process in a very, call it Homer Simpson type way so that people really understand what the hell it means. And more importantly, sort of how to use it. At the end of this call, I'm actually even going to show you guys a software that you might not even heard of before that really makes this whole process easier. And whether or not you guys want to go ahead and get that software at the end of this call, by all means, go for it. What we're seeing is that I'll let the, the show answer these questions. So who we brought out is none other than Grant Wise himself. He's probably the top real estate. Uh, many of you guys know him already, but he's probably the top real estate Facebook ad guys. Uh, he's one of them within the country. And he knows his stuff and he definitely knows retargeting. So that's what we want to keep the focus on today. So if you have questions on that, submit them and we will get you the answers. But without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce Grant. Grant, say hello to everybody. Give everyone a little background and let's get into it. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, like Mike said, my name is Grant Wise. I've been in the industry now for uh, doing a lot of Facebook marketing for probably seven or eight years. I've gotten to work with thousands of agents. I've helped sell billions of dollars and excited to help you understand how to convert more of your leads today with remarketing. And Grant, um, can you please simplify for us what retargeting means? Uh, let's just start from that. And then I just want to go retargeting first. And I want to make this really, really simple for everybody to understand. Yeah. So the easiest way I've ever been able to explain it is remarketing is kind of like when you go to Amazon to buy a product and then you decide not to. And the second you go back to Facebook, that product is right there in your Facebook newsfeed, right? So it's essentially where people are continuing to follow you on social media with content or with products and services that you've looked at. So they're remarketing to you to keep your attention so that they can uh, hopefully inevitably maybe sell you on using your, uh, their product or service. So walk us through next uh, different types of retargeting audiences, because I could be, so people understand that a little bit more in context now. Sure. Yeah. So let's say for example, a lead comes in, right? Maybe you buy leads from Zillow, just as an example. That's one way that you could build a remarketing audience is a lead comes into your CRM or your database and then you're able to take that lead and upload it as a custom audience inside of Facebook. And then you can remarket to those people. Or let's say it's an open house and you've collected somebody's contact information and you want to continue to market to them so that you can build a relationship with them. Let's say somebody watched one of your videos you put on Facebook. You know, Just as an example, you can kind of track how much of the content that people are watching of yours and, and you can remarket to them. If somebody visits your website, you can remarket to them. There's a number of different ways that you can do it. And I, I think do it very, very successfully. So guys, anyone that visits your site, 
you have their email address or they've engaged with you on social, watched a certain amount of a video or commented or liked, you can set up ads to retarget them. Now, Grant, why is this important? Is because I thought people just convert on the first ad. Like, why do I need retargeting ads? I'm just gonna convert them with my list of homes. Man, there are so many people that are building businesses off of less than 1% of conversion, which is great. It's fantastic news. But a lot of the clients that we work with, we try to get them to that three to 5% conversion territory, because if you can convert twice as many leads, three times as many leads without spending any more money, you know, to buy new leads, uh, it's obviously substantially increases your ROI on anything that you're doing. So statistically speaking, they estimate that 2%, 2% of people would be willing to buy a product or a service from somebody the first time that they interact with them. That means if you generate a lead, that's the first interaction that you're having with that person. 2% of people would be willing, not that they will, would be willing to do business with somebody that they had their first interaction with. That means 98% of people that are buying products and services or people that are wanting to sell maybe their, their home, they're wanting to build a relationship with you. They're wanting to get to know you. And if you take a look at this, you could probably go no further than your own purchase behavior to validate what I'm saying. Anytime you learn about a new product, most of the time, and there are certainly people that do, most of the time, you're not whipping your card out and buying something. You are typically reading reviews asking about other people's experiences, researching the company, doing a ton of uh, due diligence on whether or not you want to do business with whoever it is that you're interested in buying from. And if you don't think that buyers and sellers are doing this with you, you have a problem. Like you have a big problem that is pretty simple to fix, but most people, the majority of people will not do business with you the first time they interact with you. And mind you, you know, let's say it's this Yeti mic, right? This is my podcast mic. When somebody first recommended it to me, I went and looked at it and it took me, I don't know, five or six times seeing the mic, researching it, asking reviews before I finally bought it. This is a podcast microphone. I think it's like 100, 150 bucks. I don't know. This is not a $150,000 house or a $500,000 house, right? This is... Uh, an insignificant object in the grand scheme of things. And so when you look at marketing as a, from a real estate perspective, I think a lot of people look at that as an event, as you know, we're generating a lead. That's an event that happened. That's like a transaction that took place. We got to start looking at our marketing as in creating an experience. How can we welcome somebody into our world and then everywhere they go, they see us? That's remarketing. And that's what's what really going to help you ultimately double or triple your conversion. So here's another thing I would challenge you guys to think about is when people are buying any product or service, they all have the exact same objections, whether it's a TV, a podcast, mic, or a uh, house. And those objections are as follows. What's the price? People will do their homework on price and they'll compare it. Next one is what are the frequently asked questions other people have about this service that I might not be thinking of yet? Another one is, is what's the comparison? Pros and cons of this service versus something just like it. And then the fourth one is, what are other people saying about them? And those are just four pieces of content. We call those conversion content videos. But we create a series addressing that because you're right. Nobody hires you because you have a real estate license. They hire you because of how you use it. And that has everything to do with relationship building and or trust. So 
although you might get their interest on the first ad in Facebook, like say a list of homes, the foreclosures per se, just because you have a list of homes for foreclosure doesn't mean someone's going to just be, oh, he, because he's got this list, I'm going to use this guy no matter what. No, you still have to, you still have to sweet talk them to start. You have to date them just like you did your significant other. And it's no different. You have to earn that trust. And that's why you need multiple touches. Uh, I didn't know it was as low as 2%. It's really interesting. And I think that's what happens with a lot of real estate agents. So Grant, you do this with a lot of people. Are you telling me that the people who are retargeting the lead gen that they're generating are converting more than the ones who aren't? thousand percent. I mean, yes. And it's, it's, you don't have to go far to figure that out. If you go look at any of the top producers that are running ads on platforms like Facebook, you will see most, if not all of them are using things like remarketing. I just interviewed highly influential person in the real estate space. And he was talking about when they were just generating leads from Facebook, they were converting one of every 98 leads they generated. When they started using remarketing, they started converting one of every 40 I think it was six or 48 leads that they were generating. He literally doubled his conversion rate simply by using remarketing, by putting a, a one simple piece of video content into an ad that followed people after they became leads. And so without question, you remarketing, in, in my opinion, is just this currently like the secret weapon for increasing somebody's conversion rate. Yeah, I agree. Even for those of you guys who are listening to the show, every week we launch a show, we get people who schedule demos with us. And it's a result of this show, which is just a form of, of media. And some of those people have been listening to these podcasts for six months, four months. Some just found it. But I can tell you that nobody converts on the first time they hear the show. They tend to binge watch the shows. They hear them. They listen to them. They go onto the website. But every time they engage with us, I'm 100%. Yeah, I'm retargeting them. And it's the ads that are bringing them in because you guys got to remember, it's a really, really busy world, especially in the world of real estate agents. And if you're not sticking out in their mind or you don't have that attention, you're SOL, you're out of mind. They're not going to remember you just because they took a, a lead. And that's, I think, the biggest thing people get is, oh my God, I don't want to be too annoying or I don't want to go out there too hard, but they don't realize that no one's paying attention to the moves you're making. And a lot of that's in our head. I, I get it all the time with video. People be like, oh, I don't like the way I look you're not going to change that, dude. Like that's the way God made you. Like you're stuck with that face for the rest of your life. And the only one who gives a shit about it is yourself, period. Nobody cares about what you look like other than you. What people really care about is, can I trust you? And I think the more human you become in your marketing and on your videos, it's more of a connection. The content I believe is almost irrelevant in some shapes and sizes. A lot of times it's just being on face. People only retain 10% of what comes out of your mouth, you guys. That's what I'm saying here. So it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Um, Grant, what type of content am I following up with? Like what would be a good, speaking of that, what would be a good, I get an opt-in, let's just say I did a list of homes for sale and say I want to do a video, what would be the next piece of content that those people should see in your opinion? In my opinion, if you get a brand new lead, the first video that people should see of you is kind of like a why video. You know, who are you? Why do you do what you do? How can you help? We need to create an instant connection with our database. And if you go back to a lot of research, people want to get connected to some of the whys, like what's driving you to, to want to help me? Why do you want to help me? What stories can you tell? I mean, those types of things are really important in my opinion. So a quick video that just kind of details why it is that you do what you do, why you got into real estate, why you, why you want to help people, that will allow you to create an instant connection with somebody maybe that just became a lead. And it's the moment they go back to Facebook, they're seeing this video of basically this person that they just met you 
And now they're starting to learn a little bit more about why you do what you do. And so the first video I'd recommend is a kind of a why video. And then the second would be educational. And, you know, when I interviewed you, Mike, for the uh, video remarketing summit we had recently, you said video allows me to demonstrate my expertise. And I think that when you are going to, uh, let's say, a listing presentation, just as an example, well, the first thing you do in that listing presentation is you build rapport, right? You, you, you try to create a connection with the person you're talking to. That's why I think a why video is so powerful. The second thing that you do is you're trying to demonstrate to the person sitting across the kitchen table from you that you're an expert. You're, you want to make sure that they know that you are qualified to do your job. So if we can give away all of our best value from a more of an educational standpoint, teaching somebody how to buy a home, teaching somebody how to sell a home, you know, that's really valuable stuff. And it allows you to, like Mike said, demonstrate your expertise to the marketplace. And I think that the third really great category from a video content standpoint would be testimonials. We need third-party validation. It's why we look at reviews almost instantly when we're researching new products. We want other people to validate the experience that you're claiming that I made ha- that I might have. And so if you can get a buyer that you've helped, a seller that you've helped to sit down and just talk about their experience with you, nothing crazy, those stories will convert all of your leads for you. Like you don't have to do all the hard work. If you can share stories where other people can relate to the experience that they would hope to have, that's really powerful. And then I, I think a fourth kind of more intangible is content around community. And I think that if you, again, you go back to breaking down a listing presentation, you're building rapport, you're demonstrating your expertise, you're sharing success stories of people that have worked with you in the past. And then typically you know, inevitably you round off a conversation, hopefully with a listing agreement, but you're talking about the community, right? You're thought to be this expert on your community, schools, restaurants, businesses, the people that you are typically working with buyers and sellers are probably frequently asking you questions about who they should do business with, about school districts. Again, going back to some of those more simplistic things. And if you can create content about that, you really can become a valuable resource in your market. And I think that that's something that very few people are kind of focused on doing right now. But the people that are, that I've seen, are the top performing teams, agents in their markets. And I, I just, I think it's really powerful. So that would be, in my opinion, uh, Mike, the best kind of little video sequence there. Why do you do what you do? Education, success stories, and then community content. So here's what a success story is not, guys. Just sold and just listed. That's a brag reel about how much freaking money you made today. The testimonial could be like this 32-year-old vet just bought his first house. Here's how. It could be the single mom just got a three-bedroom house and her kids no longer have to share a bedroom. Here's how. Make it personable. Make it like touching and tell the story of the people you serve. What don't tell people what you do, demonstrate and show them what you do. Telling is standing in front of a whiteboard doing a market report. Demonstrating is walking them through what that product looks like inside of a house, right? So you guys have to just think HGTV is nothing more than demonstration. And all of those are just more stories. And I understand that you want to go ahead and brag about how much money you made. And it feels good because it was probably a pain in the ass deal. You're stressed out and you finally got paid and you know you just want to brag about it. Don't be, don't lie. You guys just want to brag about it. But the truth is, is that when you're tagging your client as a closed transaction, you make them feel like a piece of fucking meat. 
I think that something else important to notate here is that when you watch HDTV or Million Dollar Listing or whatever shows you're watching, it's important to realize that those shows are using as much drama inside of those 30-minute segments as they can because reality TV is the number one most consumed source of television uh, in the United States. We want to see the drama. We want to see how people handle situations. We want to hear those stories. So those things, those nightmare transactions you might be thinking about in your head, you've got to understand that those could actually be some of your best pieces of marketing material. And not so much that you need to be out there bad-mouthing your clients. It's that if you look at some of those shows, you take whatever the moment is, You know, let's say that uh, you're in the middle of negotiating a deal, which is huge on the Million Dollar Listing Show. And let's say it, the deal might go south. It's not that you're sitting here bad-mouthing people. It is that you're talking about the experience of the moment. And then you're kind of explaining how you got through those things. If people love to see stuff like that. Those are the, the vulnerable type shares that could rocket your brand to the top of any community. Don't think that you've got to put project out this perfect personified lifestyle. That's actually so incredibly inauthentic right now. Yep. What people want to know is that A, you have problems and how you're dealing with those problems because those types of things can really help. And so I think that's just a quick tip, but I think something important to remember, if you can share the stories, not the action, not the, you know, the, the end results, that is power. That's really some yep. great power in branding. Even the case studies we do just marketed to just, just post it on your personal profile. We had someone publish one today. She usually gets like, I don't know, three to five comments on her regular posts. She posted a case study. She's already beyond 12. It's the most commented she's got in the first 10 hours. Then she usually gets in a week off of just a regular personal um, organic post. We see that all the time. Plus the case studies, you guys are exactly how you, you sell people down the road. I, I love, I used to always do case studies for sale by owners, expireds, and I sold through story of examples. So nobody cares, you guys. People don't listen if you tell them. They relate when you tell it through the form of a story. And just how we always sell. If you notice how I speak on the show, all of it's story. Um, and we're doing that on purpose is because if I tell you guys how it is, it won't resonate in any of your brains. It's going to go in one ear and out the other. But you'll, if I do it in the form of a story, you're going to be more likely to consume that content and more importantly, remember it. What we're talking about is humanizing the brand. Nobody hires, uh, people know that you have kids. People know you have a busy life. Like those are some of the most effective videos that you do is the one with your kid that has nothing to do with real estate. Or it's a slight B-roll shot of you walking down the street with your kid in the video you're doing. Those have a lot more effect I see on videos than what you're actually saying. Well, I think that there's some technical terms to kind of define this. I learned this through the guys over at StoryBrand, Donna Miller and JJ Peterson. It's called narrative transportation. When you're telling a story, the person you're telling a story to feel that like the, if you're telling it, you know, the right way, they feel like they become a part of the story and they feel like they are actually living the story with you. Narrative uh, is the story part transportation. You're literally transporting them into your story and you're, and you're making them feel like they're living it with you. So when you're telling stories, it's why you're able to engage people in such a unique way is because you're literally transporting their mind into your story to live it with you. And, and that's reality um, TV, ain't it? That's hundred yeah. percent reality TV. Yes. Like the, go, let's take it a step further. Like think about, um, 
I don't know. I don't know why this show comes to top of mind. Real World on MTV. The audience yeah. for that is probably like in their 20s, like younger 20s, right? But they're all living that life at the time. That's why they're watching it. You know, when I was that age, I was watching like OC, uh, Laguna Beach, uh, all of those shows at that time. But it was because I was the same age as these kids and I could relate to the experiences they're, that they're having. And what Grant said is also really important is that nobody cares about how long you've been in the business or how many awards you've won. Like that always falls on deaf ears. That's a bus stop type of yeah. billboard communication. And what other people say about your business is more powerful than what you can ever say about it. And if you don't believe me, go look at the last vacation you booked. You looked at the reviews before you submitted your credit card info. I guarantee it. And if the reviews were bad on that vacation, trust me, you're not going there. So uh, when we don't have reviews, you screw yourself and you have the opportunity to get one with every single closing you do. And if you turn into a case study, it's just another checklist in your system. Important. I mean, and that's just sales 101, right? Like people don't make decisions based on logic. They make decisions based on emotion sure. and they validate those decisions with logic. So the reason people are going to do business with you has nothing to do with your awards. It will be validation after they have decided to do business with you, but it will almost a hundred percent of the time not be the sole reason that people are you know deciding to do business with you. This it's just some of that stuff is so unimportant. Yep, I agree. So quit talking about how many years you've been in the business. No one gives a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Grant. What else? Uh, what other tips and uh, tricks here? Because um, you know I. I get it. But what are you seeing the struggles are for a lot of agents that when they're trying to re grasp this concept? Well, I think more so than anything, it's just understanding how to do it. You know, when you go to, you know, log into Facebook to, to build some of these things, it can be very confusing right now. Thanks to HUD's lawsuit a couple of years ago. It's just sometimes not very fun to build Facebook ads because you never know if they're actually going to even get approved. And that's after struggling through the technology aspects of it hoping you got it right. And then getting your ad. There's a lot of people that have complained right now about a high percentage of ad decline and then little to no communication about what needs to be fixed so that they actually can launch their ads. I, I don't know. I think that once you understand, you know, the process or at least the strategy, which is essentially easy leads come in, I'm going to set up video ads to remarket those leads until they buy from me. That's simple. That's the strategy. Then it's like, okay, tactically, how do I do that? Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to create video content. So you need to work with Mike and, and, and work through creating videos. The second thing you need to do is you need to upload those videos to Facebook Ads Manager and target those videos to leads that you're generating in your business. Not necessarily out there to the community, right? You want to remarket people that have began to interact with you. You want to remarket leads that are coming into your business from any source. It doesn't matter. So step one create the content. Step two, load the content of the Facebook ads manager. Step three, target it to people that target it to your leads that you've been generating. And then step four, just engage with people as they interact with you. You know, one of the things I love about working with a lot of the clients that we work with is typically their goal is to work with buyers and sellers that are ready to do business now. Right. I think that's everybody's goal that I've ever met, but it's, yeah. that's typically what people want. And the big problem is that, you know, nobody's answering the phone nobody's responding to the texts, the emails aren't getting opened anymore. And so how can I get in front of these people if they won't talk to me? Right. And this is one of the things I love about video because the video actually allows you to get in front of people theoretically. And we could probably jump into some neuroscience here, which is a whole different podcast episode, but your brain doesn't know the difference. You know, you're sitting here, you know, Mike and I are sitting here 
uh, recording this, having a conversation by Zoom, my brain doesn't know if it's if, if it's Mike on the computer screen or if it's Mike sitting here right in front of me, right? The neurons fire the same way. And so when you're able to put your face in front of a prospective buyer seller, the second that they start scrolling around social media after they become a lead, you're essentially putting yourself right in front of them so that you can build a relationship with them. And doing that, just simply doing that will help you stand out where everybody else is calling, texting, emailing, which is why it's not working that much anymore. Uh, you can be building a relationship with buyers and sellers. Again, all of this is kind of automated because you just build the system and then the system works for you. And then instead of chasing people down and you know doing all that kind of stuff, you can just go back to doing business, focus on your current clients, negotiating contracts, handling appraisals and inspections and all that stuff while you have a system that is essentially following your prospects everywhere they go until they decide to do business with you. And how important is it to have multiple channels communicating, like not just having just Facebook retargeting, but what else is going on in the background? Because there's got to be other things. It's not just Facebook. They're probably already getting emails because you're on a email responder, right? From the, from the lead opt-in or... Yeah. I mean, when you generate leads, you want those to go into a good CRM where they're getting automated emails and text campaigns and you want the calls to be happening. What I'm saying is just figure out how to make it where you don't have to be the one doing those things. In, in the beginning, if you have to, that's fine. But you know, look, every top producer I've ever met, every business owner I've ever met has wanted to do one thing and that's create leverage so that they had more time to do whatever they wanted to do and they had more money to do it with. And so if you're thinking that you're just going to hustle and grind your way to the top and if you just work 100 hours a week for however long, like I get it. I understand it. I don't necessarily agree. Don't dismiss it. I work very hard, but I work hard to build systems that work for me. And I think that that is something every agent, every team leader, every brokerage, every mortgage company, every investor, every business should be so incredibly fixated on is how do I work hard to build systems that work hard for me? And if you can do that, you can, you know, you can start generating clients basically on demand without having to wake up every day and psych yourself up for cold calls or whatever it is that people are doing. Do that. Yeah. You can. You can for sure. But you know, then again, I think it's so much more powerful when you're doing it with people that are building a relationship with you because of your social media content. Look, I don't get on the phone with somebody if they've not been a part of some of our remarketing campaigns, some of our video campaigns, because they don't know me. Like we don't have a relationship yet. I love getting on the phone with people that are like, oh my gosh, it's Grant. You I'm actually talking to you. I've been following you for six months or six years. And now's the time. I didn't have to lose any sleep over wondering when that person was going to do business with me. <laughs> and it, and I, I wouldn't encourage you to either. And you can go out there and build systems that do those things for you so that you can focus on you know, adding value to your clients. You will be amazed at how your business begins to transform. So yes, make sure that you have automations built. You know, I think that if you're in a position being on multiple platforms like YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn is important. I think what's even more important though is just knowing where your customer is. And if your customer spent a lot of time on Facebook and Instagram, then be on Facebook and Instagram. If your customer spends a lot of time on YouTube, be on YouTube. If your customer spends a lot of time on LinkedIn, guess what? Be on LinkedIn. Go where your customers are. That's probably the greatest tip I could give you. But when you use things like remarketing, Facebook has something called the audience network. And essentially, Facebook is tied into 
I want to say it's like 30,000 different sites. So if somebody goes, let's say they become a lead of yours and then you're remarketing to them and they don't you know, go back to Facebook, let's say they log in their Amazon account and they start looking around, they'll see your video content. Right? And that's really powerful, right? They start to see you everywhere they go. And so I would agree, Mike, with what you're saying, you know, definitely the word is omnipresent, right? You want to appear as if you are everywhere and using remarketing allows you to effortlessly do that. So tell us a little bit about Whitley. Grant's built, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but I think it's important that you do because, and I'm not trying to say buy stuff by stuff, but I honestly, I think I, I like this software a lot. I'm going to start using it uh, for my personal business because it's just easier to run Facebook ads. And I was amazed at what you did, but tell us what you put together here. And I encourage you, if you guys are looking at remarketing or any of that stuff, um, visit his site, see what he has, but talk to talk us through it. And even though you guys are listening to this and you can't see it, um, walk me through like the simplicity of it. Sure. Yeah. So Whitley, Whitley is a tool that runs ads for real estate agents so that they can convert more of their leads. I mean, it's in, in its most simplistic form. The steps that I just walked you through are kind of some of the things that Whitley does for you. I don't know if you guys have been trying to run Facebook ads, maybe it's confusing, or you've got a really expensive marketing agency doing it for you, but we built Whitley to run your ads for you so that you could focus on your current clients and Whitley could help you uh, generate more clients, right? It could help you convert more clients. So instead of, let's say you've got leads coming into your business, instead of creating a video and uploading it to Facebook, you very simply can create some video content. And we have marketing coaches and consultants that kind of coach you on what types of videos to create. And then we refer you to people like Mike, you need help creating them. And we help you, you know, get a great strategy together for what types of video you create a video, you upload that video to Whitley, and then you set your budget and you hit submit. And literally in less than 90 seconds, Whitley will actually go build your remarketing campaigns for you. And that's really powerful because it, A, it saves you a lot of time and energy and frustration. I know that there are a ton of people right now that are so confused and upset and, and <laughs> so many other different emotions about things going on in the Facebook ads manager. And so what we did is we just built a tool. It's a software as a service business that just it literally does it all for you. So all you got to do is create your content and then upload it to Whitley and, and Whitley will basically build, launch and manage your ads so that you can convert more leads. Yep. That's what I like about it. Cause I think where most people get stuck at is navigating the ads manager, then setting up the targeting and then forgetting to click special ads category and then, then doing this and then, then removing consumption and then I don't know, just a bunch of details, but it is really, really cool. I encourage you guys to check it out if you are running. And that, like, I think retarded. that's something I want to add is what you said is the special housing category. I mean, we do. I mean, we've been doing Facebook ads now for eight years, working with realtors, helping them implement ad strategies. And one of the top complaints we're getting now is that the ads manager is too complicated and the special housing category is too confusing. People are either are clicking it and then doing something that Facebook doesn't want them to do, or they aren't clicking it and they didn't know they had to. So their ads are getting declined. So ad decline in real estate right now is through the roof because they're making some of these mistakes. And it's kind of just, you don't know what you don't know. It's not you're doing anything wrong or intentionally doing anything wrong. It's just didn't know that you were supposed to do that. So what we did with the Whitley platform and, and, and our integration with Facebook is we basically went in and preset a lot of these variables. So when you upload a video to Whitley, you select your target audience, which is maybe it's your database or another lead source. When Whitley launches your ads, everything is done based on how Facebook wants it to be done. So the special housing category is already checked. A lot of the audience parameters are already set. And knock on wood, I've been saying knock on wood in every interview I've done like this, we've currently got 100% success rate at approval. We haven't had an ad decline yet. 
And that is a relief. Like it's a huge sigh of relief knowing that you can just build an ad and then hit submit and then go back to doing whatever it was that you were doing. And one of the things I love about Whitley is that if you did something wrong when you were building your ad or building your entering your information so that Whitley could build your ad, it will tell you. Uh, we had an ad that we were going to try to get pushed through the other day and we accidentally added in a targeting term that we weren't supposed to. Whitley wouldn't build the ad. Whitley said, hey, you added this targeting term. You can't do that with a special housing category. Delete it and then hit submit and then boom, deleted, submit. I never had to you know, put my ad out, wait a couple hours, get declined, go try to figure it out. I got a, a notice right then and there as I was building it. And then I was able to make the correction so that I Whitley could go build the ad for me. So I, it's one of the things I love about a lot of the work we've always tried to do is trying to get rid of as many of the headaches as we possibly could. And I know that's been a headache for a lot of people before they started using Whitley. And, and thankfully we were able to help solve that problem. It looks really cool. If you guys are running um, ads and you don't want to pick up the cost of like an expensive agency, uh, you, should, you guys should check it out. Grant, great show, dude. I appreciate the insight here. Why don't you go ahead and get some closing thoughts, show them where they can um, get the, if they want to check out Whitley or how they can engage you, uh, plug your handles and all that. You guys should follow this guy on social so that you can see what he's doing. He's always um, got really, really good content, but go right ahead, Grant. The floor is yours. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Look, I sent uh, Mike a special link for everybody to listen to the podcast. If they want to try Whitley out for a couple of weeks free, you know, Whitley can literally run your ads free for the next couple of weeks to see how you like the software. Um, so check that out and follow me at like Grant Wise on Instagram. I'll answer every question, every DM. I'll engage with you. I'll follow you back, whatever it is that you want to do. But that's where I spend most of my personal time. And, you know, look, I would just say, look, if you're, if you're, if you're struggling to convert a lot of the leads you're generating, which is a lot of people right now, because people aren't answering the phone, they're not responding to your texts, they're not opening your emails, dynamic video remarketing which is what we've been talking about this entire podcast episode is your secret weapon to increasing your conversion rate so that you can close more deals. If you can close an extra deal a month, two deals a month, three deals a month, you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars in commissions that you can add to your business. And I would highly recommend that you implement things like that. I've talked to influencer after influencer after influencer in the real estate space. And every one of them said the same thing. After they started using video remarketing, they started seeing their conversion rates double and triple. And so I would encourage you, if you have been trying to figure out how you can convert more leads without hiring ISAs and marketing agencies and buying training programs and all those types of things, try Whitley. Just give it a shot. If you don't like it, cancel it. But if you do and it works, you're going to make an extra <laughs> extra few thousand bucks a month. So, Love it, dude. Thank you, Grant. Appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, you know how to um, find us. I hope you do by now. It's the same name of our website. It's the same name of the show, realestatemarketingdude.com. If you want a done-for-you video content creation, we'll script edit and distribute all your video contents. We could build you the funnel we spoke about here. We could build you a personal branding strategy. We could build you a YouTube series. It doesn't matter. Anything you want to do with video, we can go ahead and do, and you can start doing it right now within the next five to seven days. Go to realestatemarketingdude.com, schedule a demo with a dude, and I'll be on a call with you uh, as soon as time permits, and we will show you exactly how it works. But if you decide not to call me, that's fine too. Thank you for listening to another episode. But make sure you subscribe to us on um, YouTube, follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and connect with us socially. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude. Grant, we're on a mission to get a million downloads by the end of the year. And as of right now, we need 97,000 more. 
to make the million download hit by the end of the year. So I'm going to ask you guys to go ahead and share this show. Tell people about it. Help us break that milestone. It's something that I never thought we'd be able to do, but because of people like you listening to the show, sharing the word, a show that's never been marketed, never been advertised ever, has grown 100% organically because we are giving you guys real content creation, bringing stuff like guys like Grant on the show. That's why uh, it's taken the success it has. So we appreciate each and every one of you listening. Share it, comment, subscribe, and we will see you guys on the next week's episode. We appreciate you guys. Talk to you later and peace. Bye-bye. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.